Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. What a great reminder all morning long that we are who we are because He is who He is and He's done uh, what He did, the gospel, dying in our place. Uh, bearing our sins and praise the Lord for the goodness and grace uh, and mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who He is. That's who He is. We've uh, been looking at that for the last eight weeks. If you remember, uh, we started in John 1 having an intro, in, intro, uh, intro to our uh, overview in John chapter 1 on who Jesus is. Who Jesus is, uh, He's the Word, He's Christ, He's Creator, He's God, uh, Messiah, He's the light, He's life. Uh, if you remember back then. But then uh, we basically turned the microphone over to the Lord Jesus Christ Himself as He told us who He is, the self-portraits uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, I am uh, the bread of life, chapter 6. I am uh, the light of the world, chapter 8. I am the, door. I am the good shepherd, chapter 10. Uh, I am the resurrection and the life, uh, chapter uh, number 11. I am the way, the truth, and the life, chapter 14. And then last week, uh, I am the vine, John chapter 15. Uh, we've been going through them sequentially, sequentially, uh, and we've covered all seven of the basic I am's uh, but I want to look at John chapter 4. If you'll turn there, tap there, uh, out of sequence, because uh, I am the water of life. Uh, it fits the series so well, um, uh, but he didn't ever say, I am the water of life. It's not so much who he is, but it's still a part of uh, what he's done and what he gives uh, the water of life. Look at verse number, uh, verse number 4. He said, uh, he must needs go through Samaria. Look at verse number 5. Then cometh he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well. Uh, and it was about the sixth hour. Check your watch by the timestamp. It was about the sixth hour. Uh, there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. He initiates the conversation, for his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, ask this drink of me, which am a woman, a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, if you knew who I am, who I am, and what I'm about to do, uh, the gift of God, uh, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ uh, the Lord. That's what he's done. The gospel, uh, dying in our place, bearing our sins, uh, um, uh, uh, that substitutionary death, uh, but it's because of who he is. Uh, if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, if you knew who I am, give me to drink. Thou wouldest have asked him, and he would have given thee, here it is, say the next two words, living water. Say it with me, living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that, say the two words, living water. The two words, uh, living water. Art thou greater than our father Jacob? Didn't we already get this once? Uh, art thou greater than our father Abraham? Uh, and he said, uh, before Abraham was, ego ami, I am, 
I am, I am eternal. I am before Abraham. And now, spinning it here, art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. I'm sure pointing to that well. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well springing up of everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Uh, Put down number one, if you will, as we walk through this a little bit. Christ's love saw her. Christ's love saw her. And I think back to the timestamp. Uh, this isn't a mom that's drawing water for her household or a wife uh, drawing water for her family. Uh, she came, that would have been the first part of the day, that's where the crowds were. Uh, she came when no one else would have been there uh, because she didn't want to be seen. Uh, she didn't want to be judged because of the past that she had. Uh, but Christ's love, his love saw her. His love saw her in spite of, in fact, put down letter A, if you will, Christ's love looked past her prejudice and saw her. Past her prejudice and saw her. And we understand the lay of the land back then, that the Jews, if they were going from Galilee to Judea, Samaria in between, they wouldn't have walked through Samaria, they would have walked around Samaria. Uh, because the Samaritans were half Jew, half Gentile. Uh, they weren't 100% uh, Jew. And so the Jews would walk around. That's why uh, it was mind-blowing, that, that story of the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan that didn't pass by on the other side. Uh, that Good Samaritan that didn't uh, walk by without getting uh, involved. Uh, the Good Samaritan that went to where that robbed uh, and that beaten was to lift up and to restore. Uh, that would have been shocking to them. And here, uh, Christ said, hey, I don't want that, uh, that racial animosity. I don't want that. Uh, that's why verse 4, uh, I must needs go through Samaria. Uh, And we understand that uh, her prejudice uh, was in response to the Jews towards the Samaritans. Uh, But I think as you look at it, you're going to see that it runs both ways. Look at verse number nine. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that thou, uh, it's almost a smirk, uh, that thou being a Jew Hey, this is the first thing she says. It may have been the first thing she saw. And if the first thing you see is skin color and ethnicity, hey, be careful. Uh, be careful. Uh, prejudice, prejudging is just that. Uh, judging someone by a stereotype you have of the group that they're from. Boy, a prejudice. Uh, a prejudice. And so she starts out saying, how are you, you being a Jew, asking drink of me, which I'm a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. And so Christ's love looked past her prejudice. Put down number two, Christ's love looked past her past, past her past. I think the second reason that Uh, she came at the sixth hour of the day, uh, is because of that sinful past that she had. 
Uh, and we understand she had one, right? Uh, and if you don't now, look at verse number 16. Let's pick up where we left off. Jesus saith unto her, go call thy husband and come hither. It's kind of an honesty check here, an honesty check here. Uh, he knew who she was. Uh, look at it. Uh, go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. She's being honest, but she's not being totally honest. Uh, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy uh, husband. Boy, he told her the whole truth. He told her the whole truth. His love looked past her prejudice and saw her. Uh, and now uh, his love looked past her past, past her past. Uh, it's almost a Nathaniel moment where, where Jesus in John chapter 1, verse number 48, if you could turn me up just a hair. Uh, verse number 8, when, remember when uh, Philip brought Nathaniel and uh, Jesus said to Nathaniel, uh, before uh, thou camest forth, I knew thee, uh, Philip uh, called. Uh, before Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee, I saw thee. He, he sees him. Uh, Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. And so, because he saw him, he saw him, Nathaniel, uh, because he saw her, uh, he saw her, uh, not just her sinful past, he looked past that, and his love saw her. You know, God loves us not because of who we are, but because of who he is. Does anybody agree with that? God loves us not because we're lovely or lovable, but because God is love. First John chapter 4. God is love. That's who he is. Uh, that's who he is. Uh, and and uh, we love him because he first loved us. He loves us uh, initially. He loves us uh, unconditionally. He loves us uh, infinitely. And, and here with this uh, beaten down lady that, that was uh, trying to be alone the sixth hour of the day, trying to just uh, go and get water and then uh, bring it back, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, his love looked past her prejudice. His, his love looked past her past and he saw her. Uh, there was a missionary Oswald Golter, who 10 years in China uh, 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 preached the gospel, presented Christ on his way home uh, for furlough uh, on a ship that stopped in India to try to refuel, resupply. Uh, Golter, walking off, saw this group of refugees off to the side, and uh, being that time of year, he said, Merry Christmas! Uh, and they said, well, we don't believe in Christmas. And then he said, well, it's still uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, what would you want for Christmas? And they said, uh, again, we don't believe in Christmas. We don't believe in Jesus. And he said, yeah, but, but, but what would you want? Uh, and they started to describe this bakery in town that had all kinds of baked goods and pastries. And uh, if we wanted anything, we would want that. And uh, Golter ended up selling some of his supplies and going to town and bought baskets and baskets uh, of, uh, of baked goods and gave them to them. Uh, when he finally made it home, he was teaching a, 
a, a class to missionaries, to preachers, and told that story. And one of the students said, uh, Mr. Golter, I can't understand why you would give them that uh, as a Christmas present. Uh, they don't even believe in Christmas. Uh, they don't even believe in Jesus. He said, I didn't give that to them because they believe in Jesus. I gave that to them because I believe in Jesus. What we do is based upon who we are. And who we are is based upon who He is. Christ is love. His love, uh, his, his love for us in spite of our past. But it doesn't matter what you've done, He loves you. Uh, it doesn't matter where you've been, He loves you. Uh, it doesn't matter how far you've gone, Christ loves you. If anyone would have felt like they disqualified from that, that love, it would have been this lady that had a speckled past. Uh, that was rightly said, you have no husband. Uh, you've had five husbands, and the one that you're with uh, is not. You're sleeping with the dude. Uh, and so, uh, if anyone would feel disqualified, by the way, if anyone should feel disqualified from that love, it'd be you, it'd be me. Uh, because God showed His love toward us. Uh, Christ commended His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Aren't you glad that God loves you? Uh, Christ's love looked past her prejudice and saw her. Uh, Christ's love looked past her past and he saw her. Number three, Christ's love looked past her position, past her position and saw her. I think not only did she come in the sixth hour of the day, uh, not just because of her past and she didn't want to be seen, she didn't want to be judged, uh, but I think also because of her position, uh, if she were a mom or if she were just a wife, a family, a home, a parent, hey, she would have come with the crowd at the beginning of the day. Uh, but instead, uh, it's in the heat of the day, sixth hour of the day, boy, that's when she went. Uh, she wasn't royalty. She wasn't nobility, she was probably a servant, possibly a slave that's simply slaving away through the day for the one that dictates commands to her. She wasn't nobility like we're going to see in verse 46 or, 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 or royalty like that. She would have been just a servant of someone like that. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever whoever you are, wherever you're at, whatever you've done, whoever you are, wherever you're at, whatever you've done. Someone asked, uh, is there anything I can do that would make God love me less? No. He loves you unconditionally. Is there anything I could do that would make God love me more? No, He loves you initially. He loves you infinitely. Hey, God loves you, period. He doesn't love you if you do this. He doesn't love you because you've done that. God loves you because God is love. Would you take a minute and just point to yourself and say, God loves me. Come on, do it. You ready? God loves me. It's going to make it a lot shorter sermon if you do it, okay? So, so just say it. Ready? Point to yourself and say, God loves me. Again, God loves me. And I think a lot of times we get hung up on, well, you don't know what I've done. 
you don't know what I've done. Would he love me even though I've done this? Yes. Yes, he loves you. Uh, Would he love me even if I don't do that? Yes, he absolutely loves you with an eternal love. Uh, And if anyone disqualified, it would be me. It would be you. We're all in the same boat. So number one, Christ's love looked past her her prejudice, looked past her uh, past, looked past her uh, position and saw her. He saw her. But then put down number two, Christ's love sought her. He sought her. He was seeking her. Uh, That's why verse four says, uh, he must needs go through Samaria, uh, breaking down those racial barriers. And then verse 6, uh, he went to the well where she was going to be at. He went to where she would be at. Uh, and then verse number 7, he's the one that initiated the conversation. Uh, a lot of times uh, we'll say, well, I'm seeking God, I'm seeking God. And I get that, that sentiment, but we need to understand long before we ever were seeking Christ, Christ was seeking us. He was seeking us. Well, that's why I go to church. I'm seeking Him. Uh, No, He was seeking you long before you ever stepped in church. Uh, Doesn't the Bible say, uh, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me? He's seeking you. He's drawing you. Revelation 3.20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Uh, If any man hear my voice uh, and open the door, I will come into him and sup with him and he with me. He's seeking you. He's drawing you. He's inviting you into a relationship that'll bless you more than you could even imagine. Uh, And so Christ's love, uh, his love saw her. Christ's love, Christ's love, uh, his love Uh, sought her, his love uh, sought her. And then put down number three, if you will, Christ's love saved her. Uh, His love, he saw her in spite of her past, uh, in spite of her position, uh, and Christ's love sought her. And now uh, Christ's love saved her. Don't miss the progression. Uh, Look at verse number nine, if you will. Uh, At the beginning of that relationship, she was calling him Jew. You're a Jew. Boy, you're a Jew, referencing him as a Jew. But look at how that that progression increased, her view of who he was. Verse 11, verse number 15, she references him not as Jew, but as sir. And then look down at verse number 19. It's not Jew. It's not just sir. In verse 19, she said, I perceive that you're a prophet. Uh, her view of who he was, uh, her view of who he was, boy, it's increasing. Thou art a prophet. Uh, verse number 25, almost wondering, is not this the Messiah? Uh, is not this the Messiah? Uh, and then down in verse number 42, after she uh, engages that city, they said, uh, indeed, this is the Christ, the Savior of the world. Someone will say, well, I've always believed in God. I've always believed in God. Uh, um, um, is it a uh, in our nativity sets, a lot of times uh, we'll have Jesus about this big, about this big, uh, and a lot of times we get the wrong view of who Jesus is. I- I'm hoping that through this series of these self-portraits of Christ, these self-portraits of Christ, we begin to realize how infinitely huge the Lord Jesus Christ is. That's what worship is all about. Worship is increasing our view of who Christ is. 
uh, increasing our view. When you're a long ways away from something, that, that thing may seem small, but the closer you get to that, that something, uh, you realize not just for her, not just Jew, not just sir, not just prophet, not just Messiah, thou art the Christ, the Savior of the world. And so his love saw her, uh, his love sought her, uh, and then his love saved her uh, and someone may say, well, well, Pastor, it feels like there's a little bit of an uh, anti-racial tone to this. Do we need that? The disciples needed it. Uh, remember when Christ is engaging her? Um, uh, the Bible says the disciples went into town to buy lunch. Uh, and then when the disciples came back from town to buy lunch, he saw, he, they saw their leader talking to a woman of Samaria uh, and they were shocked by it. I can't believe he, he's talking to a woman of Samaria. Uh, and, and, and I can't believe that. And, and, and then as Christ is engaging them, saying, Say not there are four months, and then cometh the harvest. Uh, lift up your eyes on the fields. They're, they're white already in the harvest. There's people that need uh, the gospel. There's people that, that need uh, the grace of God uh, today. What's interesting to me is, uh, uh, the Bible says that she left her water pot, she went into town, uh, and after she told everyone in town who she had met personally, uh, the Bible, in fact, I'll give you the reference if you want to just kind of write it down. Uh, in verse number 39, the Bible says many of that town, many of the Samaritans believed on Christ for the saying of the woman. And then that town came out to see Christ, and, uh, and verse 41, uh, and many more believed in Christ because of Christ's own word. And so uh, you have uh, this, this woman, the Samaritan woman, uh, ended up, many believed because of her. Uh, and, and then when they came to Christ, many more believed because of him. Uh, you want to know how many people believed in Christ because of the disciples? They were in the exact same town looking for lunch. Uh, they were in the exact same town talking to the exact same people uh, looking for a lunch, but instead of sharing the gospel with them, uh, sharing the grace of God for, toward uh, them, uh, anybody want to uh, guess how many people believed on Christ because of their interaction with the disciples in that exact same town? Absolutely zero. It's absolutely zero. Not mentioned here. Uh, many believe because of her. Many more believe because of Christ. Uh, not one of them, it doesn't say here, uh, not one of them believed because of the words uh, of the disciples. Well, I'm glad that God loves us no matter where we've been. God loves us no matter what we've done. God loves us no matter where uh, we are. By the way, uh, by the end of the chapter, it flips. Two days later, he leaves sordid Samaria to go to the country clubs of Cana. Look at it in verse number 45. Stay with me in the Bible. Verse 45. Then when he was coming to Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did at Jerusalem at the feast. 46. So Jesus came again into the country clubs of Cana. The country clubs of Cana. He's not in sordid Samaria now. The country clubs of Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. Now, he's not engaging someone that this uh, run-down woman, he, he's engaging a royal nobleman. Uh, it's not about uh, someone whose reputation was wrong. Uh, you've been married five times, now you're sleeping with a guy. Hey, this guy's resume would have been long. Royalty. 
Uh, he, he, he's, uh, I mean, uh, high, uh, esteemed. Uh, 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 and he goes from a person whose life was falling apart to now a person that has their life completely all together, together. Uh, and understand that certain noblemen needed the Lord Jesus Christ as much as that Samaritan woman at Sychar as well. Does anybody believe that? And the challenge is, well, uh, you know, I've, I've been catechized, confirmed. I've been, uh, I'm, I'm, my good works outweigh my bad works, and I'm religious, and boy, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. I don't uh, need the gospel. I, I'm, I'm good. Sometimes the certain noble men are the hardest ones to win to Christ because they don't see their need. They don't see their need. Uh, that Samaritan woman uh, 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 with her past, boy, she absolutely knows her need, but both of them had the same need, uh, and that need was the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at 47. Uh, when that certain nobleman heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him uh, that, that he would come down and heal his son that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. And so uh, that nobleman, he's got in his mind healing, healing. But then in verse number 48, Jesus changed the Google search word from healing to believing, to believing. It's all about our faith. Look at 48. Then said Jesus unto him, except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. And isn't that what it's all about? Uh, many believed in verse number 39 because of the word of the woman. Uh, and then in verse number 41, uh, many more from that city believed in Jesus because of his own word. Uh, and now that certain nobleman, the royalty, that one that was, uh, his act was uh, all together, uh, uh, Jesus said, no, your need is just as great as that, that lady at the beginning uh, of the chapter. Uh, and look at verse number 49. The nobleman saith unto him, Sir, come down, ere my child, ere my child. There's a word change from uh, whose son was sick, uh, whose son, that's more of a, uh, a, a technical, he's my son, uh, he's my son, to now it's more of an emotional, uh, my baby, uh, my, my child, uh, uh, come down, ere my, my baby boy die. Look at verse number 50. Jesus saith unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man, what's that next word? Believed. The man believed. It didn't matter how big his house was. Uh, there was a need that would bring him to his knees. It, it doesn't matter how big his bank account was. Boy, he had the same need that she had. Uh, and that's placing our faith. Placing our faith. Uh, placing our our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him and went his way. He believed the word. He believed the word. And all of a sudden, he calmed down and he relaxed because he believed the word of God. Look at verse number 51. And as he was now going down, as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. And you say, well, how do you know he's not anxious and still nervous about that up until then? Uh, look at 51. He wasn't very far from his hometown when he went to Christ. Uh, and as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour, the same hour, the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth. And the thing to take note of 
is he could have made it home yesterday. But he so had faith in the word of Jesus Christ. He so placed his belief uh, and his hope uh, in Jesus Christ. He wasn't racing or anxiously, nervously. Uh, No, he was by faith trusting, by faith trusting. Uh, So the father knew that it was the same hour uh, in the which Jesus said unto him, thy son liveth and himself, there it is again, believed. Believed and his old house. Hey, listen, I, I really don't need to know. And uh, in, in too many times we're comparing, well, I'm not as sinful as that person, or, uh, or mass murderer, well, I've never done that, and I'm not, I'm pretty religious. Hey, we're all in the same boat because we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Does anybody believe that? There's none righteous, no, not one. Uh, all our righteousness is as filthy rags. None of us are good enough to work our way up and earn our way in. None of us are. That's why Jesus came all the way down. And the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection, what he did on the cross, who he is, our king, our our savior, and what he's done, dying on the cross for our sins, that is what makes us who we are. And who we are is what drives us to live the way we live. And so the beginning of life change, the beginning of life change isn't on a self-help section in a library. The beginning of life change is realizing who Jesus is, realizing what Jesus did and receiving him, believing in him, placing your faith in him for salvation. The Samaritan woman Boy, she knew she needed Christ. Very quickly she knew. Uh, That certain nobleman, boy, he found out. He found out uh, that without me, Christ said, ye can do nothing. Uh, And it's not about your works. It's all about by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Whoever you are, wherever you've been, whatever you've done. He said, I'm the living water. Uh, He that believeth in me, whoso drinketh of this water. Uh, The question is not, do you understand where the water, what the water is? That's not the question. Uh, The question is not, there's people that can scientifically tell you uh, all of the details about water, all the way down, breaking it down, uh, 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 the elements of it. Uh, it, it, They they can tell you about the the pros and the cons of, uh, of having it and not having it. But that's not the question. The question is, have you drunk of that water? Have you received? Uh, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Uh, But to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe. There's that word again. Even to them that believe on his name. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever whoever you are, wherever you've been, whatever you've done, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. 
join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.